You know, having sensitive skin makes finding skincare products so difficult. It is. But today's sponsor, OneSkin, makes it easy. Their topical supplements are formulated with soothing ingredients and natural antioxidants. And they're gentle enough to use every day, even if you have sensitive skin. And it was founded by an all-female team of scientists. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without all the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organization OS01 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier, improve skin health markers, and diminish visible signs of aging. Like wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company by focusing on the cellular aspects of aging one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer get started today with 15 percent off using code tco at oneskin.co that's 15 percent off oneskin.co with code tco after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support the show and tell them we sent you it's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Clip in, set yourself free. Come on and take a ride with me. You know what you need to know. What's it all about? Everything you need. It's all the clip out. Welcome to The Clip Out, episode 15. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. This guy across the table from and me. this girl across the table from me. Is that offensive? Can I say girl? Yeah. Sometimes feminists get all... We're women. I, I would prefer woman. Okay, woman. Not in that tone. What? You said you prefer woman, <laughs> and I call you woman, and then you get mad about it. Well, it was the tone. Women. You definitely don't want to use that tone It was a different tone So I picked a different tone You said you don't like the tone I pick a new tone You don't like that tone either You need to fix your tone You need to give me an idea Which kind of tone you're looking for Woman I know what kind of tone you're looking for (laughs) Okay I can tell by the look on your face You were about to say something funny and offensive Uh, You're looking to be toned It's why you bought a Peloton (laughs) That's what Kevin Hart calls it Peloton Calls it a Peloton <laughs> Nobody bitched about that <laughs> It's Kevin Hart He can get away with it I am short <laughs> We've been over this I am funny You are So there's only one reason <laughs> He's famous That's right So welcome to the clip out episode <laughs> 15. 15 He just did his other podcast too So yeah, he has so no idea where he's at I am spent <laughs> You guys wouldn't know anything about being tired Or exhausted from working hard <laughs> I just did another podcast So you should have Great sympathy for me I can hear it I can hear the sympathy Waves of it washing over me That's my giggle <laughs> Oh <laughs> well I like that too so uh, so welcome to the clip out uh, Shameless plugs don't forget we're available on iTunes You can go there rate review subscribe we greatly Appreciate it it helps us tremendously Where can you find us you ask what a Great question I have an answer you can Find us at facebook.com Slash the clip out or uh, well, I guess you can't find us on Twitter. We don't have a Twitter thing yet, but you can find you on Twitter at Clip Out Crystal. There, so this is a good way to find. Kind of the same. Yeah, it's almost the same thing. Right. If we had a clip, if we had a Twitter, she'd be running it anyway. So it's the same thing. It's the same thing. So just follow her. <laughs> follow Clip Out Crystal. So, uh, so uh, what do we have on the show today, Clip Out Crystal? We have Jill Foley. Holy cow. I'm so excited. Our third Peloton person. Person. Persona. Pelo person. <laughs> well, they're all Pelo people. Okay, but official Pelo people because she gets paid. The ones a that get paid for being yes. a Peloton person. She's on the payroll. Peloton. So person. she's going to tell us all sorts of great stuff about the boutique. Yes. You have questions about the boutique. We have answers. We do. And you want to listen carefully because there are some little. Easter eggs of information within the interview. 
Well, this is for fitness people. So there are Easter egg whites of information <laughs> for you. Yes, there are dates included and nuts. You want to hear? And uh, we also have some great news to go over. That's vague. Yeah, it is. Well, I was hoping you would, you know, dig into that, but I'll, I'll go ahead and pick that up too. I know okay. you just did your other podcast. Yeah, so you're I'm tired. Spent. We've we've talked about yes. this. So, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about my output was 15 dick jokes. <laughs> is that all? That's how we gauge the. <laughs> that's how we gauge the output on the podcast. Uh, I wanted to talk about Dennis Martin because before we went on vacation, I I was able to ride with Emma Lovewell, the okay. Bond girl, and I. I was not able to ride with Dennis Morton. However, it is after vacation, and I still have not ridden oh. with Dennis Morton. Uh-oh. But I still have a little bit of feedback that okay. I was able to garner. Awesome. And uh, I have some news uh, about the boutique, about specifically a, a, a product line that I would like to update everybody on. Okay. And, and there's a little tech, a little bit of tech. Awesome. Well, that sounds great. Let's dig in, shall we? Let's do it. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste. Texture, size. Yes. None of that with Hero Bread. No, because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs, they have like no substance to it. (laughs) It's like eating air. It is. And Hero Bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread. Like I did not feel like I was giving up something. I was surprised at how big each slice of bread was. Here's the real test of a piece of bread. (laughs) I didn't make a sandwich with these. I just had toast. Which you love because you have toast almost every day. I do. It was the (laughs) best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had. And if you're doing the math, it's zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar and high in fiber. So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away 100 or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, and they also come in in like a million different colors and styles. For your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving the Clip Out listeners free shipping on their first order. Just go to gooder.com slash TCO. That's G-O-O-D-R.com and use code TCO to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. It's time for news of the Paladin. So, Dennis Morton. Yeah. So, <laughs> I haven't got to take a ride with him yet. I have... Uh, Me I've neither, been, shockingly been... <laughs> enough. I, too, have not ridden with Dennis Morton. I've been trying to get my sleep schedule back from vacation. Yeah, she, you're still on Mexican time. I am. And uh, so, I didn't... I only was able to get up a couple of times this week, I'm ashamed to say. But, I did I did do a little, a little homework, and yes. I hear that... Um, I hear this. This will shock you. Dennis Morton is a hottie. That's what I heard. I, all the women, all the women are texting me. They are messaging me, and I, I was told that he is hot. That's what I was told. Dreamy. Dreamy. I was told I would need a fire extinguisher when I met him, and a mop, <laughs> but not for sweat. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's that's what I know about Dennis Morton. But um, he's so hot, you'll take the seat off your bike. <laughs> oh no! Too much? Yes. I just got done doing the other one. Yeah, so we're got to bring it back. Got to got to got to reel gotta, it in. Got to rein it in. <laughs> this is the this is the sort of full raunchiness that you get on the other podcast. <laughs> so, um, but I was asking, I asked Lisa Carlson because she happened Heard of her. She happened to tell me this morning that she was doing a ride with. Dennis Morton And uh, she said that They are really good rides It's tough He does get in and out Of the saddle a lot Because I've seen that Comment a lot That there's a lot Of in and out of the saddle So I was wondering She takes a lot of rides From different instructors So is he also telling The the people to get on And off the bike Not on and off That means like (laughs) I forget you don't ride I (laughs) I mean I know you don't ride But I forget that you don't Know the jargon So uh, This this means you stand up And oh, pedal Oh I thought he was getting Actually getting off the bike no. And just wandering around When they say get in, in and out Of the saddle a lot That means like, like Standing up standing up Yeah Okay yeah. I was picturing He's like I'm gonna go get a coffee you guys keep pedaling. <laughs> no, he doesn't do that. It'll be fine. Picture him, this is picturing him standing next to the bike with a cup of coffee. No. Like, like the boss on Office Space. <laughs> no. Mm, you know, it, uh, if you guys could just pedal a little faster, that'd be great. <laughs> I could totally picture that right yeah. now. But no, um, what's going on here is that really this comes from the... There's a different train of thought in the HR training world where you do a lot more seated. Um, Stephen Little taught us that when you ride seated, you have a lot more muscle engagement in your legs. That's where all of the engagement is. When you stand, right. you're putting, you're making your core unstable, um, and so you're not putting all of the. the I I. He, he's thinking something bad right now I, In my head I was making a filthy core joke I could tell So the idea being that The more you sit down on your rides The stronger you will get faster Because all that muscle engagement Is focused on your legs okay. Rather than focused all over the rest of your body So there have been some comments That people have said You know Dennis rides a lot out of saddle But And I still haven't taken one of the rides But from what I hear There is a lot of out of saddle work But it's not Constant up and down It's not dancey uh, You know Like there might be A soul cycle Or something like that But it is very There is a lot of Out of saddle work Gotcha That's the official Lowdown On Dennis Martin Now uh, is there any Side saddle Riding Like a special Downton Abbey (laughs) I don't think so Ride I've never Seen Any of the instructors Do side saddle Okay it's, just, it's, it's a fair, not a horse It's not a fair question It's, it's, it's There's all this saddle talk it, the, the seat Is that better? I don't know Just, just <laughs> I don't know these things Okay um, I forgot to mention That what was on the show One of the big things That I wanted to talk about In the news today Is I got An HR tribe update Ooh Do tell It's very good news So apparently I, I chatted with Tom LaBelle, and he let me know that the HR tribe has tribe has been officially adopted by Christine. Like a Cabbage Patch doll. <laughs> she just picked him right up, <laughs> dusted him off. You got their name on her on, on, on her name on your foot. Yeah, I guess. Isn't that how Cabbage Patch dolls? It work? is, okay. but they're not Cabbage Patch dolls, so. It's only so far I can take this with you. (laughs) I'm kind of built like a Cabbage Patch doll. (laughs) And um, there's more. There's much hair. (laughs) Some of them have more. Uh, (laughs) Oh, no. Don't do the sad face. (laughs) Don't do the sad face. You're the most pathetic powder I've ever seen. No, our dog. Okay. Well, the dog is. Yeah. I said person. Oh, okay. (laughs) So it's been adopted by Christine. Yes. Yes, and she's continuing to make sure that they have lots of heart rate training. And um, I thought this was interesting. They gave Stephen back the HR tribe hashtag. They felt like it was his property, so they gave it back to him, which was really nice. Good group of people, the HR tribe. Is it like a ceremony? Like, what do you do? <laughs> I don't know how they went about it. They just they they're not using it anymore. Gotcha. That's, I don't think it was a ceremony so much as they officially said, you know what, Stephen, it's yours to use. We're not going to do that. So. 
they're they've moved on and um they're in touch with him all is well everything's good with the tribe everything's good with steven and uh they're also being able to take some some training rides from jennifer jacobs heart rate training and a lot of people have started checking out the the matt wilpers rides as well for power zone training so i was really surprised to see that the heart rate tribe is still growing they are over 2300 people now so congrats to the heart rate tribe Awesome. Good job. And a uh, little shout out. I know their heart rate, they, they have a little mini HRI coming up. So if anybody's interested, the whole gang will be there September 14th through 16th in New York City. I'm very jealous. <laughs> I know. We can't go. I know. We can't go. I know. I said that. But you didn't mean it. I mean, I know, but I want to go. <laughs> so, uh,. Speaking of Matt Wilpers Yeah Some new exciting news Yes there Do you are... think he gets sad When everybody says Dennis Morton is so hot You think Wilpers is over there like <clears throat> I'm doing okay You know okay. I really don't I don't Because I met his girlfriend Fiance I don't remember if they're getting married or not But I met her at the HRI And right. he's doing okay for himself She's hot She clearly thinks he's hot All is well I just But if everyone's Running around saying how hot this other guy is you, you would think at some point he's like Well what about me I don't know I just think everybody's actually excited about Training with him which sure the jury's Still out on in Dennis Martin we don't have the buzz That we've got going with Matt Wilbur so right. I think I think he's probably okay But I could be wrong I he didn't wants ask people him to love him For his mind I get What you're saying but I think plenty of people think Matt Wilpers is attractive I just I don't I just hear don't, it in the same Way because because Dennis Dennis Morton is like the guy that's on the cover of all those romance novels. Like he's that guy. Yeah, he Matt, looks like clip art. And Matt Wilpers is not that guy. He's a good-looking guy, but he's not that guy, and that's okay because Matt Wilpers is good-looking. He's like boy next door. Ish, yeah, and yeah. he's also like the nicest guy ever. He's I, extremely nice. And our first guest when we were nothing, unlike the huge juggernaut we are now. <laughs> yeah, but when we were just like episodes in, hey, we have an idea. He's like, sure, I'll yeah, talk to you. He took a chance on us, yeah. and then and then he couldn't have been nicer during the interview, and we got to meet him in HRI. Yeah, Matt Wilpers has I'm so saying, much. Going. I, I get, I get what you're saying. And five to eight percent of men. Whatever the statistic is <laughs> You need to start talking about how hot Matt Wilpers is too I, Gonna I, ruin a poor guy's self-esteem I just think that there's other things that people appreciate about Matt Wilpers Besides just his looks And right now all, A lot of what I'm hearing about Dennis Morton is based on his looks Which is not a bad thing in and of itself But really I would rather as, as my trainer I would right. rather him have more things That I'm excited about Than just his looks Although the looks are okay I'm yeah. not upset So what you're saying is <laughs> The next time you say Do I look okay in this outfit I should say You're a very smart and intelligent woman No I'm not saying that <laughs> And just for that I'm going to wear spike heels Everywhere we go Oh man <laughs> I'm short That's yeah, well, I'm like a Shetland person. <laughs> but Matt Wilpers. Yes. So, I don't know if you remember this, but a while back his line of clothing came out in the boutique. I was very excited, and I got his bib things, right. and I got the cool down pants. Well, check this out. I was never able to get any of his tanks and tees that said Wilpert on them because they sold out so dang fast. They're back. How about that? And I bought a tank today. Of course you did. I did. <laughs> I was like, I'm not letting him sell it again. And when, if you want, want to know what to do when things sell out, you should keep listening because Jill Foley talks about ways you can get things or be made aware of things yes. that have sold out. Yes. So you want, to, you want to stick around for that. You do. I agree. Time for the clip out to talk about tech. So the Peloton blog got a facelift. It did. Have you have you been? No. You figured you might have gotten the email now that you're kind of like you're you're like a, I don't get their emails because I, I I don't have a thing with them oh. on my account. Well, do you see it on Facebook? 
if it I mean if it pops up I see it I did not notice it Okay well it came out today It was an email I didn't see it on Facebook That's why I wasn't sure Gotcha But um, it looks great It's beautiful uh, Totally new design They've got different categories Broken out along the top So you can see lifestyle You can see the instructors You can see got the a community special tab for the clip out <laughs> No Oh Maybe that'll be a future edition <laughs> Fingers crossed You never know don't worry, I've got plans about Ooh. our own website. Ooh. Not necessarily. We, we may not end up on Peloton's website, but yeah. I've got plans. We're unofficial. We're unofficial. Yeah. That's right. So it's an awesome blog, and it always was great. But now it looks totally different. It's beautiful, very easy to navigate, and I think people will really enjoy the change. Cool. Checking in with the Peloton community. So every week on the show, we uh, we we tend to have a different interview because yeah. it's a easy way for us to not have to talk as much. <laughs> I know it's hard to believe, but we don't love the sound of our own voices that much. I don't know. You like to talk an awful lot. One of us doesn't love the sound of his or her own voice that much, and so so we have other people on. So we are joined this week by none other than Jill Foley. Hello, Jill. Hi, everyone. How you doing? Good. So why don't you uh, give us like your kind of exact title and position and duties at Peloton? Okay. Well, I am the director of the boutique. So I help run the team. It's about four of us to buy, source, make the apparel that we sell online and sell in our showrooms. It's all of our Peloton branded apparel. Uh, We work together to figure out how we want to put designs on it. So it's a lot of designing. It's a lot of marketing. It's a lot of handling all the logistics of getting the products from our vendors to our warehouse and out to our stores and to our customers. So I'm just the director of all that. That's, that's a lot. That sounds like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a it's a big job, and I really like it. And we're growing our team slowly, so um, as we grow, it gets a little bit more manageable. That's the first time I've heard the word growth and slowly associated with Peloton. <laughs> I know, I know, because you know we are just such a small portion of the business, so we don't get all the resources uh, of the rest of the company sometimes. So we do what we can. Well, I personally love everything in in the boutique and I wish that I could spend I would I could make it a full time job shopping there. <laughs> yeah. Oh good. Yeah. And and I, I love it slightly less than she does, but for yeah. the same reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I see. But I, I buy my I comic see. books and nerd stuff, so I, I we turn a we each turn a blind eye to the other person's weaknesses in that regard. So it's okay. Yeah, I can relate to that. <laughs> so what did just out of curiosity, what did you do before you did this? Like what was your path to this? Yeah, it's funny. Actually I was, I'm a lawyer by trade and I was a lawyer for about ten years and I had a lot of exposure to business through through my husband John. And when he started Peloton, he you know, he and the other founders knew that I was passionate about fitness. I'm a huge fitness junkie and and I was passionate about fashion and I had a lot of exposure to business. So they brought me on to help do this apparel side of it. Um, but it's really just a mix. Yeah. So a lawyer by trade, combining my passions of fitness and fashion. So I feel pretty honored to be here doing this. That's awesome. Does that mean that you said you have the passion for the fitness? I, I hear in your voice, you have the passion for what you do. It sounds like you really love what you do. Yeah, I really do. I mean, John and I have always been just really into fitness. I, you know, ran cross country and did triathlons my whole life, as did John, actually. And so that's how we kind of came up with the bike, because we were so addicted to fitness. And then we had our two children, and it was hard to fit fitness in. And that's where he came up with the concept. So it's fun to work every day at a company centered around something we love so much. And then I get to do the fashion piece. And I, I like it because I understand that it needs to be fashionable, but it needs to be functional. You know, working out as much as I do, you want it to feel good. You want to feel good in it. So I like trying to create that for everyone because it's it, nothing worse than putting on, you know, something that makes you feel bad or, or is uncomfortable. Uh, you don't feel pretty or good or, or athletic. So um, I like to be able to try and create more of that for, for myself and for our writers. So um, when when you guys started Peloton, did you always envision there being an apparel component or because of its kind of explosion in popularity, was there just this sudden demand that you kind of had to scramble to, to fill? 
it's like a it's a combination of both. When they brought me on, it was on a smaller scale. We knew we wanted to open the Chelsea studio with some apparel to offer to our riders coming in there. You know, some nice leggings and bras and tops and what we call post practice pieces. You know, you throw off your sweaty tank and put on a nice comfy long sleeve tee or sweatshirt, right? So I knew we were gonna open the studio with that. But as we saw the demand for the apparel and as we opened more stores, it just started to make sense to put apparel in all the stores. So we started doing that. And after doing all the apparel in all the stores, we just really saw the demand. And we had a lot of people calling in. I don't live near a showroom. Uh, how can I get the clothes if I don't live near a showroom? So that's when we built the online store. Um, so you're right. Like We did not expect for it to be such a big part of the company at this early stage in the company. So we had to grow really fast to keep up with the excitement of our riders, which was, by the way, the coolest feeling. I loved seeing the demand and then, you know, my team and I being nimble enough to try and get it to that demand. So no, we did not foresee that it would be as big as it is now, but we're glad to do it and we're excited that we get the chance to do it. Yeah, you got to be careful because if you don't fill the void, then you have bootleggers come in and they'll do it for you. Yeah, I know. And it's it's been tricky because it's been hard to I finally brought on a merchandise planner. Um she came over from Macy's. She's amazing. Heard of She's it. really helping us plan the lines so that we don't sell out anymore and so that we have the right amount of inventory and the right styles and the right sizes for everyone. We didn't have that before. So now I have someone really studying past years of selling and helping us make sure we're getting stuff to people. Um, that they want. Because I mean, while, you know, the bootlegging, while I love that, because it's so I love the excitement around the brand. When we built this brand, we knew there would be some really cool social networking, because that's what the leaderboard does. And we created the Facebook page, but we didn't foresee the relationships and the friendships and the positive aspect of that, that Peloton's created. It's been so lovely to see friendships bloom and people cheering each other on and the community being so strong and that the community being so strong, people are making their own stuff. I love that. I mean, it's, 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 you know, very flattering or not flat. It's just so it makes us proud really. And what's tough about that is that at the same time, we're trying so hard to keep such a tight brand story as we grow. We really want to make sure our brand is tight and clear and you see something, you know, it's Peloton, which is why we can't allow all the, you know, the bootlegging, so to speak. So what I try to do is stay nimble and I have certain vendors that I can make something fast with so I can, you know, give people, give our riders what I hear they want. You know, I'm ch- we're trying to do that as best we can. Yeah, I'm sure it's really tough to keep up with the demand because they everybody's growing so fast. You know, we were just talking the other day. I I received my Peloton um, last year in July, so it's been just at a year. The Facebook page at that point had eight thousand people. They're at thirty six thousand people now. I'm, it's crazy. <laughs> it is. It's wild. Yeah. So and it's exciting. How does the process work whenever uh, you have the instructors have their own collections? Do you come to them and offer it? Or is it just you go through a cycle or is there more to it? What's How does that work? It's it's actually one of my favorite parts because I do run that part of it is we got so many requests from writers. Oh, I want what Robin's wearing. I want what Hannah's wearing. So that's where I came up with the idea. I said, why don't I just design an outfit? Because I can't buy everything that the instructors are wearing and sell it. Sure. I just don't have, right? So Robin gets these niche brands like I can't get access to sometimes. So I was like, why don't I design an outfit with each instructor? which is really them. And we can do that. Um, so we developed the program and the way that works is that I, I will, for instance, I'll just tell you, we're doing Ally loves right now. Right. So that will release in October. And I said, I said to Ally, I know it's, Oh, it's so cute. I want every piece. But I said, I said, I said said back in March, I said, we're going to start thinking about your outfit. So start thinking about exactly what you want to do. And then we're going to meet. And so four weeks later, she came to me with all of her ideas. And then when I see the instructor's ideas, I then know what vendor to go to, right? I know, oh, I have a vendor that can do that. Exactly that. I have a vendor who has that printing capability or what, whatever. So now I went to those vendors and Allie and I meet with them and we just work on structuring an outfit. We do fittings. We do samplings. Uh, now the outfit's done. Now I'm having her think, okay, what's your concept behind it? What? How do you want to market it? What's the visual you want to 
my marketing email to look like? Like, what's your energy here? So she's telling me that and we're going to go meet with the marketing team and the design team and do all the marketing material. So it's, it's, it's truly, which I love, a truly collaborative effort from designing the outfit to the marketing of the outfit to the messaging, everything. And it's a time for them to kind of do something different than, than just instructing, right? They get to have fun creating this line with us. Just out of curiosity, uh, have you ever run into an instructor that doesn't know what they want, that doesn't have a vision? (laughs) The men, usually. (laughs) (laughs) The women know what they want. The women come in with a storyboard, a color story. So I haven't really run into that with any of the women at all. Yeah, no, I haven't. Not even Jen Sherman. Like Jen Sherman came in with a clear idea what she wanted. She wanted to be rock and roll. She wanted her Tuesday tribe. Like, so it's been, it's, that's, you know, been pretty easy and clear. It's more the men coming in. What do you think? What should I do? You know, you tell me. So, so I've got to pull out from them, like what they want to convey about themselves to the writers. Like, what is it about you? You want to convey what, or what is your favorite look? I I, like with Alex Toussaint. That's kind of what we did. He knew actually, that's not fair. He came in and said, I know I want to do my look good, do better. You know, my look good, feel good, do better. He knew he wanted to put that on something, but then he didn't know what else he wanted to do or what that something should be to put it on. So we just kind of took what he likes to wear and did that. Oh, that's, that's awesome. And so, um, I don't think that I ever saw any of Alex's stuff available. So that kind of brings up, you were talking about earlier about planning and how you brought in a planner to kind of figure out when you need more. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. how do you, so I guess I have a couple of questions that go with that. One is how do you decide to bring something back if it did sell out really, really fast? And, and two, it seems like with the instructor lines in particular, um, they once they're gone, they seem to be gone. I don't know if you guys do that on purpose or if it's like we're going to refresh that every once in a while. What are your thoughts on that? So that, so usually when we decide to reorder something, it's based basically on lead time. Can I get it fast enough while there's still demand for it? Right. I feel so if, if a vendor can turn something around to me within four weeks, then I'll do it. I will get it back on the site. So right now we're sold out of a few key styles. You're going to see them back online in about four weeks. Um, But if it's longer than that, I don't do it because I know our new line is going to drop six weeks after because we drop a new line almost every six weeks. So usually by then it won't make sense for me to do the reorder. So the lead times are really a big um, influence. However, that being said, we got so many requests. Like I read everything that comes into boutique at pelotoncycle.com just because I want to keep my finger on the pulse of the business and make sure we're taking care of everyone. And we got so many requests for Robin's tank again, Christine's tank again, Alex's shirt. So it's funny you said that because we got so many requests for the those instructor pieces. I brought them back, even though it was, you know, eight week lead times, nine week lead times. Oh, so we did bring those back. If I'm getting enough of our riders asking for something, um, we listen. I mean, that's what we're here for, right? I'm, I'm trying to make stuff that people want to wear and want to enjoy. Um, so as for the instructors, so I did that with them. But I, yeah, the, the idea is that we won't really restock unless there's a lot of requests because the instructors are all going to get to do this again. Wow. We're just going to keep. Yeah. So Jen Sherman, she's going to get to do another outfit with us again. As soon as I get through all the instructors, then it's time for Jen to go again. She was our first one. That's awesome. um, yeah, so so that's why we don't replenish because they're going to get to design something again. That but then the caveat to that is if we're getting enough requests, we for sure will we'll make it again. That, that makes sense. And I think it also answers another question that I had about, you know, having just uh, I was curious if you ever considered having a line of clothing that's like an evergreen, always available that has the instructors kind of quotes, you know, their key, yeah. their key yeah. things they always talk, they always say. Um, yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. We have considered that. And it's funny that you said that because you'll see part of our holiday two line, which will launch January 3rd, um, is going to be a lot. It's a whole idea of this inspiration. Like, let's start the year inspired. Let's get going. And we're using the quotes of the instructors. <laughs> so we're, <laughs> we're developing that now. So I'm excited Yay! to see how that. Yeah, I think that'll be a good program. I think that's what people want. You know, we're going to put their signatures on stuff. We're going to put quotes. I mean, I know I like that. I mean, I'm a home writer and I do, you know, two 
three, six a.m. classes a week. And the things they say are important to me. And, you know, Robin will say something that I'll be like, I'll say to myself, yeah, that's right, Jill. You know, stop thinking negatively. Let's think how Robin is thinking about these things. I'd wear a shirt with a quote like that to remind myself, you know, so... (laughs) You need it on the written backwards so you can read it in the mirror. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Ha- have you ever thought about like creating like a wish list or something where somebody can mark it like, oh, if that comes back, then that way if you had enough people mark it, you would know yeah. we should bring that back. So I, that's what's because I saw, I know we do have that feature. So that oh. I'm worried that maybe I need to make it more prominent on the site. Ooh. There is a feature. And I, so I read those reports every Monday looking what's being requested if it comes back in. Gotcha. So it is on, it is on there on the side there. Maybe I need to look into making it more, more, you know, noticeable. That might just be user error on our part. I might get so <laughs> distracted by the, uh, the shiny things I want that maybe I'm not seeing that. <laughs> That's not a bad thing. But email me if you don't see it. You got If you go on the site, you don't see it. Because I want to make sure people are seeing it. Because I do. I look at that report every Monday. What is being, what is being requested a lot. Okay. Or ma- yeah. maybe maybe if it sells out, you can have the buy button flip to a wish button. Yeah, something like that. I got to make this more clear. So, yeah, I'm <laughs> glad you pointed that out. <laughs> so, um, now, do you have you ever spent time actually like working within the boutique, or do you, I mean, it sounds like you do all the crazy behind the scenes. So I don't know how you'd ever have time, but I was just curious. Yeah. Well, no, I do. I mean, when we opened our first store in the Short Hills Mall back in, what was that, October, November 2013, we worked in the store every weekend. You know, I, you know we would work there and try and sell bikes. Right. Um, yeah. So I got that experience. And then w- with our East Hampton store, I would work out of there a lot in the summers. Um, which I loved, which was eye-opening for me to understand some of you know the issues our sales associates might face, or or how hard sometimes it is to pitch a customer on something. So yeah, um, yeah, I have I have had that experience, and it's fun too. It's fun, but you know, talking with customers sometimes you want you know you want to do a good job, so it's also a little it's hard. Yeah, I bet. Do, do you happen to remember like when you're when you're doing the the store, the actual physical sales, when it's that new? the first person that took the leap and said, I'll buy this thing, even though it's so untested at this point. Yeah. I remember that. I do remember that. It was so exciting. It was so <laughs> exciting. They were buying it. We'd get, you know, we get so excited. And and one of the questions we always used to get in the early days was, well, what if you guys go out of business? Sure. Yeah. You know, what do I do with this bike after that? And you know, that was, a, we got that question all the time. I bet. Um, yeah. And, and now we don't get that question anymore. So that's yeah. kind of fun. No one asks that anymore. <laughs> you, you've proven yourself. Yeah. I know. yeah. We're not going anywhere. I know. I, I was thinking that you sell that very first bike and you're either like, Hey, that's the start of a great thing, or we just really screwed this dude. <laughs> <laughs> but luckily, funny. it was the first one. You, it was the start God, of a great thing. He's gonna be so bummed. No, yeah, <laughs> I think he was happy. But that's the weird thing about our business is that we're not just selling a bike. You, you leave, and we're, we're saying goodbye. We don't care about you anymore. Like, right. We care a lot about you. You know, you are now part of our community. We need to keep you engaged and happy and entertained and. We got to make it interesting. So it's it's was such an interesting business in that way. The minute you leave the door, you're part of our lives, re- you know, forever, so to speak. So it's you're right. You they the, the customer leaves, and you're like, we got to do good by by them. We've got to make sure we're giving them a great product with great new features, great apparel, you know. So so we we definitely that's on the forefront of our mind. Yeah, absolutely. Because I know sometimes people get a little. I see on on Facebook and stuff the people that haven't bought yet get a little sticker shock about the monthly fee. And I, and I understand that to one degree, but I think what a lot of times people don't realize is that also incentivizes Peloton because they, you guys want to keep that. I mean, your business, you want to keep that monthly fee rolling in. So you, you've got skin in the game. Like you said, you're not there to just sell a bike. You, you know, you, you also need to keep them involved. It, it, like yeah. I said, it incentivizes you guys to continue to have a great product. Exactly. And to keep, make sure the, the, the coaches are doing their best. I got to make sure my team's doing its best. You know, everyone feels that here, which is what makes working here pretty exciting is this real time sort of, I mean, pressure is a negative word, but it is the real time pressure to just keep giving, creating a good product. 
You guys are yeah. you guys are hitting that one out yeah. of the park. <laughs> oh, good. So far, so good. <laughs> I'm glad. So when you um, when you worked in the boutique in the boutique, uh, did people come in looking for specific items that they they had seen maybe in another store or you know since you do drop a new clothing line pretty often, were were they looking for things that are yeah there you know what to be honest now because um, the brand has gotten so strong they're looking for things that have the Peloton logo on it really like so the way I started the boutique was I used to have about you know. 50% was Peloton branded and the rest was not branded because we wanted to be this boutique type thing. That was kind of the concept, kind of like an Equinox, right? Sure. But as time went on, I noticed that no one was buying the stuff that didn't have Peloton on it. <laughs> so now if you go into a store, it's it's 100% Peloton branded, except for our Chelsea store that still has some of the specialty items oh. and Westchester might, some of, our, some of our bigger stores. But generally now people are coming in because they want something with Peloton on it. So, and that's been fun to watch, to watch our business evolve that way. I bet. Um, yeah. I think it's funny how many of, of the problems, quote unquote, that, that you deal with are like really good problems. So, you know, like, oh yeah, we, we didn't think we'd be selling clothes quite this quickly, but eh, what are you going to do? Or like, oh yeah, we had these things to sell, but anything that didn't have our brand name on them got thrown away. And like, it's like, no. <laughs> yeah. We had to sell it on sale or samples, like, you know, have a fire sale for it. Exactly. It's been, it's been interesting. And I bought the summer line thinking, oh gosh, I hope I didn't buy too much. Oh, that seems like so many units. And now we're already selling out. And yeah. I just, it, my merch planner is just scratching her head thinking, okay, we got to buy more for fall. So if we run out at fall, I'm going to be shocked. Shocked. <laughs> shocked. That sounds like a challenge. I think this community can rise to that challenge. Oh, dear. It'd be interesting to watch. I know a lot of ways you're like the job interview equivalent of, I think my greatest weakness is I care too much. <laughs> Except in your case, it's true. Yeah. I know I do. I care so much. And, you know, we're listening to our customers and just trying to give you know, what they want, you know, sizing has been an issue. So we're trying to make sure we have a nice variety of sizes for both men and women. And that's why I do. I read every boutique at Peloton cycle email that comes in from, from the site. So I can just make sure we're staying on top of the needs. That's awesome. It's really mm -hmm. great. I mean, Peloton, you guys listen to everything from every direction. You know, I constantly see things being answered on Facebook. I see requests being answered by having new features. And um, and and obviously, you're doing the same with clothing. So I, I think it's wonderful that you guys listen to the community the way that you do. It's it's unique. And um, it. I think it's one of one of many things that pull the community together and make it such a wonderful brand. Yeah, it's, it, it is special. I mean, John, one of his favorite things to say is that we truly are one of the first interactive media companies. You know, we are a media company, right? We're streaming live television, what, thir 13 hours a day, something like that. And we can interact with our audience. Right. You know, we can say, hey, you know, Crystal, speed up or you're doing great on that hill. You know, we can interact with you through that, that through the camera, through that fourth wall. And that's so unique. So it's like we want the rest. That's one of our the pillars of our, our company. So we want to do that in every respect, which is why I like to respond and be nimble with the apparel, which is why, you know, the marketing team likes to respond on Facebook. Just we want that's part of, of what we're striving for. So I'm glad that you feel that. I'm glad that it's coming through. Absolutely. And I'm totally counting that as I just got a shout out from Joe Foley. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I get so excited when I get a shout out. They're like, hey, Jill, how you doing? I'm like, my God. So great. <laughs> I get so excited. Will you you can't us? fight the feeling of excitement. Will you tell us your leaderboard name? Oh, it's so boring. I'm Jill F. It's really creative. <laughs> like if you were in from the early yeah, days. Yeah, she's early in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was it. It was because that was what when I was testing the bike back in the day when we were building the prototype. It's just, all right, Jill F. I didn't think of anything cute. <laughs> <And> it, <laughs> it's not too late. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, true. I, I could change it. Yeah, it's true. Clip out <laughs> Good Jill. point. Clip out Jill. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me, my family, we were like the first people in the block to have a VCR. And so I joined the, the video store because it was before Blockbuster or anything like that. It was yeah. just like a little mom and pop. And my video card number, would, I swear to God, was three. <laughs> that's Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's very fitting. I'm a nerd. <laughs> so funny. I, know, I can't believe Blockbuster's not around anymore. Where is it? It's just crazy. I know. I'm a little Blockbuster. 
so, so I'm sorry. I'm let's sorry. get back to the, the shopping. Oh, yeah. Is it easier or better for writers to order online or in person? Would you like what would what is the best from a writer experience and what's the best from from Peloton's pre- preference? Yeah, either. I mean, it's it's. It's I I want our customers getting it anywhere they can really. I mean I shop I buy online a lot because I'm testing. I want to make sure the warehouse is wrapping it nicely and stuff. And that's always a good experience. The problem is you can't try it on, right? So it's fun to go into the stores and and feel everything and be able to try on. But we try and keep the selection you know consistent. So online um, is our broadest selection. And then our bigger stores like Chelsea and Westchester and Short Hills, they will have that full selection. But as the stores get smaller, you're not going to see the full selection. But our merch planner is studying, you know, what colors, sizes, styles do best in each store. So we're often sending Boca, something a little different than we're sending Manhasset. Okay. Right. Um, Yeah, we study what people are gravitating towards at each store. And we're getting better at that each season. Um, as we have more data and as our merch planner is able to focus on it. So not all the stores have the whole selection. So that's kind of a lesser experience, but hopefully it's the selection we think they like. Awesome. Okay, yeah. great. That's a great answer. Great to know. And we're going to be doing a lot of promotions to drive people to stores because the stores do um, move the product slower than online. When we launch online, we sell a lot fast. Mm. So we're trying to, you know, get people to also go to the store. So there'll be some fun promotions in the stores this summer, like free flip flops with a purchase and that kind of thing. So in that sense, the store experience is going to start getting getting more fun, too. Or store exclusive, perhaps. Yeah, exactly. So the flip flops are store exclusive. You can only get them if you go to a retail store. And there'll be other little exclusives like that as well. So mm-hmm. exactly, exclusives. So my wife's going to make me fly to Santa Monica to yes. get a pair of flip flops. <laughs> is that what I'm hearing? That is happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you could go to our Century City store soon when that opens in August. Where's Century City? Where's which one's that? Like where? So. Um, our Century City store opens August. That is the other mall, in, the other big mall in Los Angeles. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, east of the 405. We're we're in St. Louis, Missouri, so I'm going to need to find, I guess the closest one for me would be Chicago, probably. Yeah, Chicago. Yeah, yeah Chicago. Okay. And we're going to have a second one there soon, too, I think, in Skokie. Ooh. So yeah, Road we're, we're looking at that market. It's exciting. <laughs> The way some people want to go to all the baseball stadiums. Yeah. That's, that's how she is with Peloton. I am. That's yeah. awesome. That's <laughs> fun. We love that. I mean, we get so many home riders coming in the studio here. It's so great. Yeah. To kind of see it and see the cameras and see what the instructors look like in real life. And it's fun. So um, I noticed that you guys have kind of a little traveling Peloton going around the United States. Is there any merchandise available at any of those uh, travel sites? No, they're not. They're not offering any merchandise in those. Okay. Just just curious because I know that they were kind of small, but I didn't know if that was like, you know, you could also get kind of thing. Yeah, no, unfortunately that, that, that wasn't, that didn't happen yet. You never yes. know. Yes. You never know. Next summer, if nothing else, right? <laughs> exactly. Next tour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. And I know yeah. you said that you were a lawyer by trade. Did, did you ever work in any other kind of retail settings to kind of compare what it's like in your own boutique or was yeah. I'm ashamed to say I only worked in retail three days when I was in college at Abercrombie and Fitch, only so that I could get the 50% off of the apparel. <laughs> a couple of college friends and I went and did that. We worked there three days, got 50% off, a lot of clothes, and then quit. <laughs> uh, but And so, no, not much experience, but I spend a lot of time with our current retail team, and they... They seem, you know, we stay, it's so hard to manage field teams, but we do a very good job. You know, every Tuesday we have a huge sales call. Everyone, you know, gets on video just so we can stay connected so that everyone, so there's a lot of communication, maybe some over communication. It's very, stays very transparent. So we feel connected. And the retail team's excited. They know the product they're selling is good, right? They know it's it's an asset to people's lives. It's helping them be healthier and, and happier. So I think when you're selling a product like that, there's just something it does inside of you as opposed to just selling, a, you know, any old widget. So I feel like it's a good retail experience when I spend time in the stores. Everyone seems happy and there's positivity. Um, so it's, it's, it's nice. It's good. That's wonderful. I, I would yeah. think that the energy from the customers would be different than a traditional retail setting as well. 
Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely true. They are excited. It's because, you know, we're in your living room every day or wherever your, your bike is. So sometimes you want a little bit more connection than that. Yeah. Uh, right. So that's what the retail stores can be. And they get to know their retail store, you know, sales associates, and they want to come in and see what's, what new, you know, apparel there is. So there definitely is, it's, it's, you know, a fun experience because there's a little bit of like an emotional, psychological connection. Because with your instructor saying things and you're having, you know, your own spiritual journey on the bike, then, you know, if you go into the gap, right, you're not really having some connection with the gap or, you know, a ritzy or whatever it might be. So it is, we do see that level of excitement and people want to talk about their bikes. It's so fun. People want to come in and really talk about their favorite instructor and maybe get some more tips or who else should I try? So there's, there's an automatic conversation that we can have with our customers when they come in less so than at a traditional retail place. And and you guys kind of uh, are in your own way. You're, you're building your own in-house celebrities. So there's, there's that element of it that people are excited to, to see the instructors or whatnot in a way that like the gap, like you said, they they can never provide that. Right. Exactly. It's so funny. It is. They are becoming celebrities because you look at them on a screen all day. Right. You know, so it's like a, it's like a TV actor. I mean, John's cousin who, you know, has a bike. She came in and we, I took her to a Robin class and she got all flustered when she met Robin. I was like, what is wrong with you? Like she was all flustered and she, she was like nervous and shaking. I'm like, wow, this is really interesting. And she's like, that was really weird. I got, she, when we left, she's like, I was so overcome by emotion because I see Robin every day and I listen to her and a lot of things she says helps me, you know, in my life. So just seeing her kind of, I got starstruck and that was, that was like so eye opening for me. And you're like, you're like, it's just some lady I work with. (laughs) You know, so yeah. So, but you realize at that point, like we are in people's lives and, you know, in a meaningful way sometimes. That's how I was the entire time we walked around at the cocktail party at the last, at last HRI was just like, Oh my gosh, I couldn't say anything to any of them. I just took my picture with them. It's it's (laughs) funny because it's like, and I was the opposite because like, I'm, I don't know if you know that I, I don't ride the bike because I'm lazy. And, uh, and so like I went to HRI and was like, okay, yeah, I'll take a picture with that person. Like whatever. Yeah. Like, and she's yeah. like geeking out and I'm just like, yeah, whoever that is. Sure. Click, you know, <laughs> totally. I get it though. I get it. I mean, they're on TV essentially. So it gets that celebrity feeling. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting that I'm going to use my communications degree here for a moment. Like Marshall McLuhan talked about hot media versus cold media and like radio was he considered hot media because you had to use more of your head to, when mm. you used it, like you had to imagine. So like you were more tech, you were ended up being more engaged with radio. This is before radio was, was nothing but music, right? They were telling right. stories. So you had to be engaged with radio stories in a way that you weren't with television, right? Oh. So television was considered cold. And I almost feel like, like Peloton kind of flips the script on that because it, it's television, but, but you are engaged with it in a way that somebody like Marshall McLuhan, who coined the phrase global vil- global village, that's what he's saying, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, like in a way that, that he could have never envisioned because you're, you're literally interacting with your television and you're, you, you're engaged psychologically in a way with it that you would never be with traditional television. Huh. Right. That, that's interesting. I've not, yeah. I'm going to use that one. That's really interesting. <laughs> you better share that one with John. Yeah, He's start yeah. that, that, that is an interesting point. I'll type it all up for you. It's like, yeah. finally, I finally Would got you? to use something from my mass communications degree. How about that? That's, that is very interesting. And it's a good point. I might be the first person ever to utilize their mass communication. Degree. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, I think that's, uh, I think that's all the questions we have for you. So if you have a Twitter handle or an Instagram, or something like that you would like to plug here or yeah no i don't have any of that just come to the boutique website and check it out it's all i have to plug <laughs> and if they want to find you on on uh on the leaderboard it was yep you, i'm chill f chill f as you reveal it's funny how the people with those sorts of leaderboard names are like they're so boring but so in a 
but in a way like everybody says that but because yeah. brian albright said the same thing yeah. right but like at the same time it's almost like like a really cool vanity play because yeah. you had to be so early in to get yeah. one like that exactly it's it's almost yeah, like it's saying funny. like it's like saying like oh my email address is tom at gmail.com yeah right like, what, exactly what, who has that not me who so, has that i'm like yeah. jill foley nyc one two six five or right. something like that. <laughs> i hope you didn't really give it up <laughs> no i didn't i did it <laughs> Like, I will edit that. Yeah, out. we will fix that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a you. fake one. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, yeah. but, but yeah, so, uh, so thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. My we, pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you for taking an interest in, and, and interviewing me. Oh, this is wonderful. Yeah, you're very welcome. And, and also thanks to, to everybody at Peloton for being so supportive of the podcast and letting us have instructors and, and, and people like you on. Yes, absolutely. We think it's fantastic. So I'm excited to listen in. Oh, awesome. Very cool. Awesome. Well, thanks, guys. It's lovely talking to you. Likewise. If you if you do come to any open houses or anything like that, let me know. I want to make sure I can meet you in person. That is so nice. Thank you. We will definitely do that. Great. And have a great evening. Thanks. You, you too. too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Here's today's recipe for success. So Jill Foley's a big deal. There's no way she gave us a recipe. Actually, she gave us two. Holy cow. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of, it's, it's like it's a one, one and a half. I'll give it one and a half. Right. Because it, it's like a variation. Okay. Is, is it like a donut covered in ice cream? Like one of Chris <laughs> Merrill's <laughs> recipes? No, she went totally healthy. Like well, totally good, healthy. Because we need to after Chris Merrill. Chris Merrill's like, so what you do but is. But we you had s- Sophia's after Chris you Merrill's. You start with a bucket of lard. <laughs> And then you put in some ice cream sprinkles <laughs> and you drink it through a chocolate straw. You two on the Facebook feed the other day. And then Lisa Carlson jumped in. And Jackie jumped in. You guys were killing me. <laughs> that was my favorite thread of the week on the Internet. I loved it. Well, thank you. We do what we can. <laughs> it was it was very entertaining. And for anybody that doesn't know what I'm talking about, you should totally join the clip out group because you are missing out. These are the things you're missing. All these witticisms that you get once a week in audio format, they could just happen at any time <laughs> in the clip out group on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, it was great. But the recipes, <laughs> back to Jill Foley's recipes. So they do a lot of smoothies in the morning because they are very busy people. Sure. I can't imagine why. Right. They've only got this. Don't smooth- they have people? I would think they would have people to make smoothies for them. I think them. they like to keep it real. Gotcha. Like, I get the impression they keep it pretty real. I think the kids call that keeping it 100. Whatever they call it. Do they unless call it that these they days? They do, unless you're from the Midwest and they call keeping it 100. <laughs> it's just like on Highway Farty Far. Highway Farty. <laughs> They have no idea what we're talking no, about right now. No, it's totally a St. Louis thing. It's a Sorry. St. Louis thing. It's a thing. People don't say 40. They say Vardy. Yeah. It's weird. And they say Warsh. Yeah. You can hear John Goodman say it sometimes. Yeah. Well, you'll hear him say Warsh. Yeah. My grandma used to say zinc. It's under the zinc. Yeah. My, my mom said zinc. I don't know. Like, what's that, to, like what under, is that about? Under the, under the zinc. And she instead of film, she would say film. <laughs> That's a new one. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. My mom was a bit of a drinker. No, she wasn't. <laughs> she wasn't. Uh, Don't no. you say that about your mom. <laughs> so Jill Foley's recipe. Yes. And they love smoothies. And because they make a lot of smoothies, they use powders. Um, so she gave us two powders, Green Vibrance and PB2. And she has two go-to smoothies. If she needs a little bit of an extra pick-me-up after a ride. She Cocaine. U- <laughs> no, she steered away from that. Okay. It- your ex-wife, is. this is not about her. <laughs> She's not classy enough to do coke. Right. <laughs> I know. Um, so, it. Uh, she starts with coffee, and then she adds a frozen banana, almond milk, and a scoop of the PB2 protein powder, and then add some ice and blend away. Get to blending. That's right. Now, I have that Mitch Hedberg joke stuck in my head about frozen bananas. <laughs> I don't I don't know it. Oh, somebody, he's like, somebody offered me a frozen banana, and I said, I said, I said, yes, I don't want a frozen banana, but later I might want a banana. Slut it thought. Oh, my God. <laughs> so she had another smoothie. Okay. And I figured I would just go ahead and do both. Sure. Uh if you have just nutrition after a ride, you're focused more on that than a pick-me-up. She suggests almond milk, 
a scoop of the green vibrance, also the frozen banana, and a cup of frozen berries or pineapple. And then you add some ice and blend away. Awesome. So, I, I say that like it's awesome that she shared a recipe. Not that is awesome, and I will eat. I will oh, eat or drink I know. It, just there to be was clear. there was fruit. There was coffee. It's, yeah, there was milk. Like there's nothing here is for you. I, well, I will do chocolate milk. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's, but that's about it. Yeah. So well, that was very nice of her to not it give was. us one but two recipes. I know she's, she's a busy lady. Been very delightful throughout the process. And Absolutely. So happy that she was able to be on the show and that she did that awesome interview with us. Yeah. So if you want to find that recipe, uh, we will post it on our Facebook page at facebook.com/slash/theclipout. Both of them. Both of them. Yes. If you would like to find those recipes, we will post them at facebook.com slash the clip out. We didn't do the review again. So anyway, uh, that's it for this episode. So thanks for tuning in. And uh, if you want to find us, you can do that at the aforementioned facebook.com slash the clip out. You can also join the clip out group where you can post things a little bit easier for other clip out uh, listeners to see more Readily um, And you can also Find us on iTunes Rate, review, subscribe uh, Or wherever You get your podcast So if you're an Android user uh, We don't talk about this A bunch Because we figure If you're an Android user You already know How to do this stuff But uh, you can get podcasts In a, a whole host of places Whether that be Stitcher Or Google Play Or uh, What uh, I guess Through the I think we're I don't think we're On the iHeart app yet But we're on TuneIn We're on all sorts of places On podcast Delivery systems We're on pretty much All of them And if you find one That we're not on Just uh, shoot us a message Through the Facebook page And I will do my best To rectify that So So who will we be Talking to uh, On the next episode Christy Karuba How about that Yeah What all will we be Talking to her about We are going to talk to her Of course about her Journey to Peloton But we will also Talk to her about all of the fantastic things happening over at the JSS tribe. She's one of the admins for the JSS tribe. Oh, so she's got all the scoop. She does. Can't wait. So, uh, so yeah. So that's it uh, for this episode. Thanks for tuning in. And what? What? Are you hearing that? <gasps> What's that? Outro music. Yay! We got even fancier. So for those of you that asked. You shall receive Ta-da So that's it for this episode Thanks for tuning in Until next time Keep pedaling.